Living Archives. Geraldine Murphy grew up and lives in Rohini. Geraldine tells us of when her parents first moved from Dunicarney to Rohini. My grandfather didn't want them to move out because that was my dad's father. Because he said they'd uh, be living on bread and an onion. Because he had to pay three, fifth, uh, three pound, pound shillings and pence at the time. And they would have to pay three pounds. I think three pounds, 50 pence was the rent at the time. Or as nowadays known as a mortgage. And uh, but they survived. And they managed to rare for the four of us. Geraldine tells us of playing in St Anne's Park. The woods was our back garden. And my mad sent us out. And tell us not to be annoying anybody, you know, tormenting our neighbours or tormenting, you know, where we played in the back garden. We played hide and seek down the park when we were kids. There was a group of us. We'd all get together and we'd be playing hide and go seek. I always remember cowboys and Indians. And, yeah, you know, you don't see kids playing things like that nowadays. You don't see... Kids playing out on the street, playing relievio and skipping and beds and uh, you got sent to the shops from the time you were small and you you wheeled your sister up or you caught her by the hand and walked her up to the shops and back again. I'm the eldest and there's three younger than me and I always had to bring my little sister up. Geraldine told us what they did with their parents growing up. When your dad was off you just... You got brought out, you know, at weekends, you know, when we were kids. You either got brought out to Holt or down the park. And, of course, you ended up in the pub in the Dolly Mountain when you went down the park. The park was very thick and you could easily get lost in it. And I can remember when um, we were coming back and the pubs didn't shut till late. Well, it was... was it's just at 10 o'clock on a Sunday. But it was late for us to be brought through the park. And my dad insists on going through the park because it was such a shortcut. And uh, trying to, and we got lost. We eventually found our way, eventually find your way. But we used to think that was a great adventure. Where nowadays, if you went through the park, the, pl- the police, you'd be put out of the park. You know, you wouldn't be let through the park. Geraldine tells us about her trips to Dollymount. So then we discovered that Dollymount, you could go down to Dollymount and we get brought down to Dollymount in the summer holidays because we're mad. Uh, you'd be fighting with the kids on the road or you'd be fighting or the, the mothers would be giving out. If your parents weren't, weren't able to go down to you for different reasons, there was a, always a few older kids that get gather the groupies and we'd all walk down. We had to walk down by the wooden bridge. And uh, it was a long way down to Dolly Mount. And, uh, and we did it. We thought that was thrill. We were thrilled to do it. We just walk. Nowadays, they go the causeway and they get driven down. I used to go down to my grandmother's um, for my little sister or my friend. We'd be let go down to my grandmother's for a little while. Then she might walk us back. Mostly we walked back through the park again. 
we always spent our livelihood in the park. When you'd be coming home from school with your school bag, you just try to drop your bag and try because your mother be waiting for you to go up to the shops or something, and you'd be trying to just drop your bag and run out before she'd catch you or make you change your uniform. That's mostly uh, when I was a child. You know, when I got older, and you, I was working. You went to the pictures, joined the queue in O'Connell Street. Big, huge, long queue, and you'd be lucky to get into the pictures. And we'd be very disappointed if you didn't get in. We were only, when I started working, I hate to tell you what I only earned when I started working. And uh, it was very small money. And uh, I was pouncing the pence for a while, then decimalisation came in. And we went dancing, mostly, out to the country club in Marnock. We'd be following a band out there. Then we go to the Olympia up in Prussia Street. We went to the television club, Tara Ballroom. And in most dance halls, we knew somebody, or we knew the, some of the fellas that were playing in the band. We'd go follow them. But that's what we did for entertainment mostly. If you're let's stay out late, you weren't always let's stay out late. You know, two o'clock, I'd have to be coming home. The, the queue for the taxis. And yeah, it was miles long. It'd be about two hours for standing outside the Corinthian uh, picture house waiting for a taxi. You'd see an awful lot of people used to walk back home and you'd see them coming along. There'd be crowds all walking along the North Strand and up the whole road. But that didn't happen very often because I had to be in at a certain time and my dad would be waiting with the stick and I'd get a belt of it when I was passing. All that, all that's gone now. You know, the real enjoyment of walking up the road and getting to know him. I often meet my friend on the, on the, a Sunday and we go off on the bikes. Uh, the furthest I've ever cycled to was um, Portran and Donabies. And we were really wrecked on the way back and we were coming up the Malahide Road. There's a spot a bit of grass, and we dumped our bikes and we lay down on the grass. We were wrecked. Geraldine told us some stories about her mother when she moved to Duny Kearney in the 1930s. Before there was ever a St. Anne's, wherever the, the houses were built, my ma cycled around. You were never allowed into St. Anne's. She cycled around here with me dad, and that's where she... <laughs> that's when she was going with me dad, that's where uh, me aunt and uh, my grandfather, and they all came out... out and that's where they spent their time. And uh, they went into the, um, I think the Dolly Mountain was around then at that time, and they go into the Dolly Mountain. When my ma, ma was working, she went to work. She cycled all from Dunny Kearney all along the Malahide Road up to Ann Street. She worked in Ann Street. My dad cycled all the way over to Guinness. He worked, he was, uh, worked in Guinnesses. And, uh, he cycled. He went everywhere on his bike. Geraldine shared her mother's stories from the 1930s. When you moved out there at that time, in the 30s, Collins Avenue was really... The rest was all kind of real country. And she told me loads of stories about um, when she moved out first. Me, her brothers got into um, the school down in Marino. But there was no school. She was... The girls' school was full up. 
So she had to go down to the little school down in Clontarf. That was on Vernon Avenue. She used to have to walk up. There was no such thing as buses. Well, there was a bus going up, but they didn't. They walked. And she used to tell me all the stories about all the little people, not the people, that used to live in the red, the, what we call the Red Costas on the Malahide Road. And how they'd meet in the freezing cold waiting on the corner for, uh, for people. And they all walked down to school. D.B. something was one. And uh, then she was with Maureen Hottie. Maureen Hottie used to walk. And Charles Hottie, who was a Taoiseach, who became a Taoiseach in, in years later. But at that time, he was only a boy in hobnail boots. And uh, they'd be teasing him. Maureen, uh, and my mad shoes was her name. And uh, uh, what did they call her? They called her, Mar- her name was Margaret, but they called her Madge. And uh, they'd be slagging uh, Charlie going to school. She met an awful lot of other people too. But he, they, they used to go to school all together, all down along the Malahide Road. There was a quarry at the back of her, the back of Collins Avenue, just there um, where the, there's a garage there now, where Stafford's mm-hmm. um, funeral home is now. And they used to play rolling down the hill with the quarry and you were warned not to really go near the quarry, but of course they disobeyed and they always went near the quarry. And across the road, was Mick Lennon's field, where there was a big orchard there, and he used to get, have a swing on his on his trees, and if he caught them, he used to give out hell to them. And across the road was um, Josie Boland's shop, and you never if you went into Josie Boland's shop, you'd never come out. We'd be four hours later, be coming out. So my grandmother used to give out hell. She used to tell me about um, parties that they used to have for at night time. They used to go, there was a piano on, in a house on Collins Avenue. I just can't think of the name of the house. And they used to wheel the piano and into all the different houses. The piano used to get wheeled into all the different houses. And they'd have a great sing song. That's what they mostly did for entertainment, you know. They, um, they walk as far as Puckstown Lane and then they come back. In those days, the older kids had to look after younger kids and uh, they were brought out for walks. Dolly Mount and uh, the park were our back garden. Uh, Desi was a baby in my mother's pram and they'd be wheeling them up the Kilmore Road and there was a field up the top of the Kilmore Road where you could go in and pick daisies. And uh, they pick daisies and bring them home. A bunch of flowers to them. You know, it's so different. The way you, you wouldn't do it so much nowadays. You know, I see kids now in St. Anne's Park and they'd be picking the daffodils. But, you know, in my mother's time, it was daisies you brought home. Geraldine told us more about St. Anne's Park when she was growing up. We did play in the park, though. I suppose there was trouble in within the park. Only we were kids, we didn't pay. It was our back garden, and we didn't pay much attention. We played, believe you, we played. God, everything we played down there. 
the brothers were on the boat and it got to my grandfather's ears. And when we went up on a visit one Sunday morning and uh, he gave out hell to me, me mother because uh, he heard his two grandsons were out on a raft where my me bro me brother was a dealer for building boats. He could put anything together. And uh, he loved working with his hands. I could still see him on the raft and a dog with them because we had uh, Bruno at the time and uh, they're out on the raft and somebody told and it got back to my grandfather's ears and it got back to my mother's ears first and he given out hell match what are you doing with those kids and letting them out and that, 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 10 years of age and, and they're out in the pond we played we, we swam we didn't have the technology we didn't have where we have the technology now and we don't, we don't, well, we do have freedom, of course we have freedom, we, you know, but not to the extent, you know, that we had when I was a kid. This programme was made with the support of Culture. For more information on this series, please visit nearfm.ie forward slash living hyphen archives. Living Archives is a growing collection. If you have a story you'd like to share with us, please contact us at documentary at near.ie.